Sasha Howarth is the executive director of the Tech Oversight Project. But for most of today's conversation, we're going to speak about her time working for Kirsten Cinema, the newly independent senator from Arizona, uh, a former cinema employee who is now a senior advisor to the Replace Cinema Project, which we will get to a little bit later in the conversation. But just to start, could you tell me how you decided to work for Kirsten Cinema in the first place during her first Senate campaign back in 2018? Yeah, um, thanks for having me. Um, I Yes, and welcome to Too Close to Call, I should say that. A formal, a formal yeah. welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Um, I, in 2017, I had just gotten off the um, special election for John Ossoff in Georgia when he ran for the House wow. um, and lost the first time. Yeah. Throwback. Um, I know. Um, I was his, I was a senior comms advisor um, on that and his spokesperson on that race. And um, after that, you know, I had come up through Democratic campaigns and worked for House Majority PAC and the DCCC and was sort of looking for um, a competitive race to, to join. And obviously the Arizona Senate race was a very sexy um race um it was going to be one of the top races watched you know that cycle and uh the ds approached me about um working for the senate campaign and i had two interviews i think one was over the phone and the other one was conducted um with the senate the you know now senator in the car um on the way between the DCCC and the Capitol. Um, she had been going from call time, I think, to votes. Right. So this is how it, w- it works for staffers of both parties. The committees reach out to talent they know is reliable and kind of places you guys in, in positions that you think they think w- would be a good fit and be sometimes. useful, right? I mean, yeah. isn't that... Yeah, it, sometimes. It, I, I think that they... The committees definitely like to play a role, like as you say, in making sure that talented staffers are at their in the most competitive races. Yeah. Um, they go where people are needed. Yeah, they put where people are needed. Mm-hmm. So you you don't have any like burning desire, particularly to work for cinema. It was sort of like this is a race to go to. Correct. Yeah, you're always kind of looking for the next um, next gig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what were your early impressions of her? She's a House member at this time running for Senate. My early impressions of her were she was all business. So uh, her um, schedule or her, her life was scheduled is, I assume, still scheduled down to the minute. Um, as I said, my interview with her was conducted in the car between the like where the DCCC used to be, which is on South Capitol and um, the hill. So if anyone is familiar with it, it takes about four minutes to drive from <laughs> the D-trip, the DNC now to the hill. Um, yeah. And that's essentially the that's pretty... first time I had met her. Um, 
I don't remember the questions she asked me, but I remember she, you know, she, I, th I think that she, um, you know, made, wanted to make, make sure that like her gut impression of me was a good one. Um, clearly I passed the initial test. Um, she asked me, I remember when question she asked was, what was the biggest mistake you ever made um, mm. as, as a, um, a comms director? Um, and then she got dropped off um, at the Capitol. I remember her chief of staff was there and her body man who was driving. And then she went to Cobo. So I guess that interaction went well enough because you were hired shortly thereafter. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And you were the communications director. Yes. For the Senate campaign. Mm -hmm. So you so you start in the Senate race. I believe it was the fall of the, of the prior of the actual election year that you started. Right. And uh, what was that experience like? Work, did you have a lot of time? Because I know everybody's structures, their 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 campaigns in their Senate and House offices differently and how much they interact with the chief versus the comms director versus the press secretary. How much interaction did you have with her if she was all business uh, with her schedule minute to minute each day? Um, I would primarily work. And again, yeah, this was before she had even launched. Um, she started hiring up staff as most, you know, politicians do. They hire up staff before they make an official announcement. And we, we worked on, um, we worked on the announcement, um, and sort of met with a lot of her consultant team, um, mostly over the phone, I recall, um, to prepare for the launch. And then, okay, the first this is prior announcement, prior announcement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was about getting all the ducks in the row. So it all went smoothly. Yeah, exactly. And, and how was she very involved in that process? And do you have any memory of, I don't know, anecdote that would tell us about how she operates as a candidate in waiting? Um, she was very much, there was absolutely no question as to whether or not she was going to run for Senate. She was telling the press as much as she ever talked to the press. <laughs> oh, I don't, you know, I don't want, I don't want to speculate. I want to see out of it. You know, Senator Flake is a great representative for Arizona. Like, I mean, I don't know if she ever went that far, but she was really staying mum on, um, on whether or not she would run at all, despite rampant rumors about her running um, despite her having laid the groundwork for months, despite her, you know, and again, none of this is necessarily um, uh, original. Yeah, unique. Right? It, it, yeah, they all play unique, this. Exactly. They all play this dancing game yeah. of, well, I'm not running until I. But but they're all run. I always I take sort of the counter argument. They're all running until they're they say they're not. Like mm -hmm. I feel like they're all running. They're all the politicians prepare themselves always to run to be, for the next office until to they be president. Right. Yeah. So did she, yeah, did you, she ever tell you she's like, I'm running. This is the plan, but we're not going to talk about it until X date. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everyone knew that she was running. We had plans. We were like the only reason why I was hired is to right. help her run. Sure. Um, so um, there's so she spent a lot of time in call time, um, which means, you know, not on the hill, not voting fundraising so and that means you know you come in the room 
you have a list of rich people to call, you spend about five minutes on the phone with each one of them, they each your your call time manager has presented you with a list of how much money to ask for for the person and then you ask for ask for the money and then you hang up and you do it all again. She loves doing that. It is efficient with her and it is ruthless and she is not afraid to go directly to the ask. A lot of politicians um, hate raising money. Um, yeah, that's you know, rightly my... so. Yeah, because it's a dirty part of politics that um, we force politi politicians to have to raise money like their own, their own little nonprofit. Um, and it's a very corrupting influence, as you know, um, and a lot of m the people who cinema is and still does raise money from um, or, or was and still does raise money from are uh, corporate executives, hedge fund CEOs pharma CEOs and all of these people who she's eventually you can see in the Senate now carried water for um, with some of her votes. Why did cinema like raising money so much? Because the, the complaint you hear from politicians, at least outwardly, is that that's the worst part of the job is having to sit in that dark room and call after call after call to, to rich people. You know, I can't answer for her, <laughs> um, her motivations, but I imagine it's a um, rewarding enterprise when you see the money come in. It is a, a um, it's an exercise where you have direct outcome and immediate success. But you could tell and, she liked it. Yes. Because. Um, because how can I tell you that? It, it, my impression was that she she appreciated the she appreciated the like cha-ching. Okay. She appreciated right? Okay. Sure. But she never outward, outwardly said like, yes, this is my favorite time of day. I'm going to call time for three hours. I mean, look, she spent a lot she spent most of her day raising money. Yeah. And she raised a lot of money for Senate. So, you know, you you're you're the way that you budget your time says a lot about your priorities. Was she a good boss? No. Why? 